Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for March 4th, 2020. In today's news, new renderings show two World Trade Centers' possible impact on New York City's skyline. UK Lyft consultants DTE have overhauled their leadership structure with an eye towards the digital future. The popular Elevator Conference of New York Supplier Showcase is less than a month away, and youth is a target demographic for a high-rise condo development in Manila. New York Yimby reports that four new renderings show how Two World Trade Center, originally conceived by Norman Foster of Foster & Partners, would fit into the New York City skyline. The British architect recently won a second chance at designing the Supertall at 200 Greenwich Street from developer Silverstein Properties, and the renderings by Yimby and Instagram user Zinovart provide a look at what could become the second tallest skyscraper in Lower Manhattan after the 1,776-foot-tall One World Trade Center. The first rendering shows the four diamond-shaped structures on the crown pointing down toward the 9-11 memorial. The second is a morning view from Midtown that obscures three World Trade Center. The third is a sunset view from New York Harbor beyond the Statue of Liberty. And the fourth is from Hudson Square that accentuates the original design's dark centerline. A new design could look considerably different, and a construction timeline for what would be the final piece of the puzzle for the World Trade Center complex will depend on landing an anchor tenant. DTE, a United Kingdom-based Lyft consultancy, overhauled its corporate leadership structure, effective March 2nd, to lay the groundwork for an increasingly digital future. Founder Bill Evans is now chief executive, focusing on team learning, international business, and key accounts. Evans has been in the Lyft industry for 50 years, which includes stints as chair of Otis Codes and Patent Committees. He also led Otis University prior to founding DTE in 2003. Mark Fairweather has moved from director to managing director, responsible for all consultancy services. He has 30 years of project management and marketing experience in the vertical transportation industry. Martin Fuller has moved from director to head of operations of DTE's field and projects team, assuming company-wide responsibility for safety and quality. Robin Cheesewright, who was director and served the company for 15 years, has retired to focus on personal business interests. DTE has 32 employees and offices in London, Nottingham, and Manchester. It's less than a month until ECNY, the Elevator Conference of New York, presents its annual supplier showcase set from noon to 6 p.m. April 1st at Villa Barone Manor, 737 Neck Expressway in the Bronx. The showcase is a great place for ECNY members to meet and mingle with more than 100 suppliers covering a range of vertical transportation equipment and information. The networking opportunity includes an unlimited open buffet, free valet parking, and a cash bar. 
Admission is free, but open only to ECNY members. To claim your tickets or to join ECNY, visit the organization's website. You can find the link at elevatorworld.com news. Quantum Residences, a multi-tower mixed-use development, is under construction in Manila, Philippines, Inquirer.net reports. The development, which will offer hundreds of residential condominiums, is being marketed to students and young professionals. Layouts will range from studios to two-bedroom units. The project is being developed by Horizon Land Property Incorporated and will consist of three towers atop a shared five-story podium, with the high-rise portions reaching a total of 35 stories. Its location along Taft Avenue puts it near business districts, schools and universities, and retail and entertainment centers, as well as transportation hubs. Amenities include children's play areas and pool, adult pools, a jogging path, game rooms, study lounge, and a business center, and the project will include commercial space. According to the project's website, construction is expected to be complete in February 2024. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.